You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tuesdays with Stories. This episode brought to you by Harry's Shaving. Harry's.com. Uh, it's a great product. You guys got to use this. My friend Mark is a frequent user of the product. Tell him, Mark. I love this razor. All right. I shave with it basically every day. It's the best. They give you a couple razor heads. You don't have to go to the store like a weirdo and ask for the guy to get the key to open the shark cage. Hate the you know, key. hate the key. It's always some weird ex-con kid. You know, you're like, hey, buddy, I know you got a neck tattoo, but uh, how about a how about you help me out with that key? And then he's got to like, you know, stop feeding his kid for five seconds. Brutal. But with these guys, they hand you a couple razor heads. They give you the shaving cream. They give you the lotion. You're good to go. You're all set up. And this is a beautiful product. Everything is well made and fits nicely and feels right. You feel like a real American with this goddamn thing. And uh, I shave with this all the time. Joe, I don't know if you do. Your face looks like a 70s porn star. <laughs> but they, but, I, but I do know. I don't shave with it, but I do know they ship it to your house for free. Yes. You don't have to leave the home. It comes right to your doorstep. Oh, yeah. And it's, uh, it's say, our promo code Tuesdays for $5 off. Yeah. Can't beat that. It's a good deal. And a lot of you probably put off your Christmas shopping, so it's a, it makes a great gift. Yes, yes. And we all love getting a package. Imagine getting this in the mail whenever you need it. Yeah. You don't have to go out and buy it. It's the best. It's the way to go. It's the future, people. Now, Stay tuned for a hot dog of an episode. Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe List. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. I feel gay. Bring it on. Use it. Use it. You know what? You know what I think? What? I think we did Cowboys and Indians last week. Oh. Is this two weeks in a row with Cowboy Indians? I love Cowboys and Indians. I know. Well, Native Americans. Yeah. I don't like and the others. Cowgirls. Yeah. <laughs> cow people. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Cowboys. Cow yeah. people. Boy, oh, yeah. I feel great, huh, buddy? Oh, man, I'm all over the place. Yep. You gotta, I've never, This is the first time I've ever seen you. I've known you 37 years. Yeah. And you've only been alive for 30. <laughs> never, never seen you in a winter coat. Yeah, I, I bought a coat. On the way here, I was just thinking about how you'd never bundle. This is the story. This is me in a nutshell. I own three coats. They're all at my old apartment where my ex-girlfriend lives. Mm -hmm. I'd rather buy a new coat than pick mine up because that, that awkward moment of saying hello. I just had a similar thing. I ordered a uh, this lovely painting. This guy, I saw it on Instagram. The guy paints uh -huh. Massachusetts and fills it in with all these trees and whale eyes and veins. It's real hippy-dippy. Interesting. And it says home in like a cursive-y thing. Mm -hmm. And so I bought one. He's like a local artist, local to Massachusetts. So I bought one, had him ship it in a frame, matted, 96 bucks. Yeah. I like to buy my shit stuff shit at that's Christmas a, time. That's a steal for art. Steal. So he gets there. Yesterday arrives. Don't you love getting a package? Oh, nothing better. Oh, my God. You ladies are so lucky that you get packages inserted right in you. Right. That's why it's going to be bittersweet to be a UPS guy. How come? Because you're dealing with packages all day long. None are for you. <laughs> I feel that way a lot with roommates. Because huh. my roommate, Jay, he's from India. He gets yes. all this India stuff. and oh, then The Samoan. Yeah. yeah. Canner's always getting stuff. Canner gets rice sent to him. What kind of, huh? huh? You'd think, you think the Indian got rice. Do they uh, eat rice? No, that's the Asians. Although Indians are India Asian. is in Asia. Good point. I think I guess they got the curry. Now, how do, this is a weird one. How do, the, how do Chinese, Japanese, Korean, Vietnamese, Thai, they get carte blanche on Asia? Yes. They're Asian. Yes. But Kuwait is in Asia. I'll tell you what it is. It yes. all comes down to the eyes. I know, but why are their eyes better than these people's eyes? They're not, but we, we <laughs> the human brain equates Asia with slanty eyes. That's right, because we, we played the you know, you stick shit in your head, like in Glorious Bastards. Yes. And somebody was uh, Gandhi, and he's like, well, am I Asian? And I'm like, well, ah, technically you're Asian, but yeah. not in the way you're thinking you're Asian. And then people are like this, well, I don't want to play with you. You're, you're getting me crazy Semantics, answers. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm trying to help. Yeah, you're being, honest. You're being if accurate. I, if I say Asian, you're going to be like Nishikawa, Hoshikapu, right. Hubehebe. Ho Chi Minh. Yes. Yeah. 
Huckleberry. Pinkberry. Peach. Whatever. I couldn't do it. Whatever it was. But anyways, that's yeah. weird. we, that we got to change that system. That's very interesting. Yeah. yeah and because when, whenever someone says, I have an Asian fetish, they ain't talking about uh, Habibi. Excellent point. Mm-hmm. If you have a foot fetish, you're only into feet. There's yeah. no kneecaps involved. Right, right. These, these Indians, they're kneecaps. They're knees. <laughs> there needs to be some change. Now, can I just say this? I think that conversation was fascinating and riveting and not offensive, but I bet somebody could find something offensive. Somebody about would it. probably be offensive. I'm trying to do a bit. This is a, a, a story. Mm-hmm. I have a my, my roommate keeps getting a cleaning lady over, which she he doesn't even you know ask me first. That's fifty bucks. What? Fifty? He's like you owe fifty bucks. We got a cleaning lady. That's insane. And I'm like, we're four capable adults. Yeah. Why can't one of you three clean the apartment? And how about you run it by me? Yes. What, can we do that with anything? I'm getting the, the living room painted. That'll be $800. I'm getting a whore. Yeah. Prostitute. Right. Uh, we, I bought a horse. <laughs> you guys have very expensive to feed. It, it's ours. Yeah. So anyways, I got the cleaning lady. The cleaning lady, Rosa. Ah, of course. She's Mexican. Mexican has become like a swear. Oh, yeah. You can't say Mexican. Oh, yeah. I'm like, well, I don't know how else to... She's from Mexico. Yeah, that's offensive to make it a swear word. Exactly. To be offended by it is what makes it bad. So I come over, and I forgot that they ordered her, or whatever you say. You know, I don't want to dehumanize, but ordered, I don't know. Escorted? She brought her. I don't think they escorted her. (laughs) But (laughs) I'll tell you who did escort her. I'll tell you who escorted her, her daughter. She had her daughter Ah. come along. So I come home. I forget that there's a cleaning lady. And her daughter's like uh, nine years old and very pudgy, and mm. she's just sitting in my kitchen. The first thing I see, I come home, there's a nine-year-old Mexican in my kitchen. Interesting. And I was like, what, the, what is this? It's already Tuesday? And so I was waiting for a, <laughs> I was waiting for a woman to come up and be like, hola, Jose. We met seven years ago at a tequila bar. Uh, I'm like, oh, I thought you were dead. <laughs> Jose. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, so it ended up being the daughter. But, and I tried to in a bit about this. And yeah. uh, you say Mexican, they, they bail on you. Or maybe it's just not funny. I don't know. But the daughter is so Americanized. Uh huh. The the Rosa, the Mexican, her hands are bleeding from scrubbing my floor so hard. Right. And her daughter is f- just fat. She's like a fat eight year old with her head on the kitchen table, just yeah. like she can't keep it up. It's ten o'clock in the morning. She can't keep her head up. <laughs> and I'm like, it just you're just born here, and that's you're just American. Right. You're fat. You're fat and that's, lazy. That's interesting. Fat and lazy. That's but, a good bit. Uh, pff, you t- tell the audiences. Well, have you heard Quinn has that great line where he says, uh, you can't even say Mexican nowadays, you know? People are like, uh, they're like, yeah, I, I bumped into this Mexican guy. And people go, whoa, 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 how can you say that in your true story? Or something like that. It's oh, a great bit. I'm, I'm ruining it. but uh, I feel like I basically just did a version of that. No, nah, but yours is more, you go the American route. I like that angle. I know, but they, they, they just they don't want to hear it. People don't, especially because the first 10 minutes of my jokes are like, my girlfriend sat on my face, and I'm ah. nervous, and then I'm like, and how about these Mexicans? I see. But, I, see. Uh, I don't know, you know, it's, it's, it's weird. I'm a, I had a Mexican cleaning lady at my house. Yeah, I have a Mexican cleaning lady joke, and people always go, oh, and I'm like, there are Mexican women who clean. There's a plethora of them. Yes. Yeah. Like, why are you getting upset? And they're probably happy. You're condescending to them. Right. They have good lives. They're, they're living the dream. They're out of Mexico, which I hear can be a Boy, pretty scary place. Great point. Great point. Yep. I had, a, I had a thought the other day. Well, first of all, let me just say this. You talked about the painting. Yeah. I was with Schumer the other day. We're at a restaurant. I don't know where we were. I, I'm all over the fucking map. Uh, somewhere in the middle of the country. And we're eating at this really nice restaurant. There's a painting on the wall. She walks up to it, writes the shit down. She bought the painting. Wow. Don't you? I mean, you see those paintings all. You go to a coffee shop, and it'll be like some wacky thing, and there's a little cue card next to it that says, Bob Johnson. Six grand. Right. You know, and you're like, who buys these? Right. She buys them. Wow. But that's that's how I felt. My mom was on a much lower scale. I said, I'm yeah. going to support this guy. I'm an yeah. artist. He's an artist. Let's support. So people out there are buying those. I used to walk by those and be like, come on, who's buying this? This guy's going broke right now. People with money. People buy them. Yeah. Triangles. Yeah. There you go. Um, well, yeah. I, wanna, I, I know you have a lot. I want to tell yeah. this one thing tell, that happened to me thing. last night. And you ever have one of those weeks where you're like, I got no stories? Yeah. And then, boom, there oh, it yeah. happens. Oh, yeah. Well, this is an interesting. We should tell the audience. This is an interesting episode because this is the earliest we've ever recorded. Ah, yeah. It's 6.30 a.m. right now. I haven't showered. Have you? No. All are you right. kidding? I got home at 3, and then I woke up at 8 and yeah. came running. I have the thing where you keep – when you're partnered up, you don't want to let the other guy down. So I kept waking up like, ah. Oh, oh, it's only yeah, 8.30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only right, 9. Right. It's actually 11 a.m., but it's still pretty early for us and That's a early. beautiful day out there. Oh, it's a, it's it a is. nippy December day. It is lovely. It's bright, though. It's sunny. Yeah. Sunny. What's that song? Is that Stevie Wonder? No. That's a white guy with eyes. 
Well, See what it has on. He has got eyes. Yeah, it's not just, just an orbital just, socket. It's not working. That'd Wait be crazy. Sunny. I can't remember. I think it's a, a, a Afro Americana. It's definitely not Stevie Wonder. No. It'd be a bigger hit if it was Stevie. I think it's in that vein though. Mm. Sunny. You're so vain. Probably thought that song's about you. Yeah, that's Stevie Wonder. <laughs> yep. All right. Anyways, uh, oh boy, sunny. superstition. I don't know the next. I don't know anything else. I think I, I hear Sunny and I'm like, I'm off. I'm off. Not into it. Anyway, so last night uh, I was at the Comedy Cellar yeah. in uh, Greenwich Village, which is a nice place to perform. I got a 7:50 first spot of the night. Now the first spot of the night is nerve wracking because nobody else is there. You got to get there. Uh-huh. So I'm taking the train in, la di do, doopa doo. I go to shower and I have roommates and right before I won't say I won't name names here, but one of my three roommates, I'm about to jump in the shower, my roommate goes, Uh oh, you're not gonna be long, are you? Oh, I said, geez. uh No, but I gotta shower because I got three sets and I gotta go. Yeah. And he goes, Well, here's the situation. I just took an en- enema. Oh, wow. You ever take one of those? No, but this is like right out of a, a sitcom. It's like a sitcom or a, or a Seth Rogen movie sure, or something. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, well, I got a shower, but I, I'm a very, uh, I try to be a compassionate, sympathetic guy. So sure. I go, well, that's going to be a problem. From what I understand about enemas, yeah. your fucking asshole blasts out. I mean, I've got a solution already. What is it? Just shower, leave the door open, let them come and go. You shower. But I, I'm in a hurry too, so I got to come out and get naked, I guess. Yeah, but you're... Doing fine. You look good naked. You're all right. Well, Solid sack. Like the STDs and the business. Ah, the, the STDs. I'm covered in scars. Right, right, right I right. look like Seal. <laughs> <laughs> seal from the waist down. <laughs> so anyways, I walk. I go. I'm like, I'll be quick. I go in there. I, sh- I just rinse. Because uh-huh. a lot of times I just shower just to get my hair looking all right. Uh, I'm doing the same thing. You know what thing, I mean? You God just got to give it. it a whoosh. Yes. So I whoosh, and uh, I don't even bust the soap. I just rinse. I go, all right, I got to get out of there. Takes 30 seconds. Then all this uh, enema talk, I got to shit. Oh, so I'm like, let me pile it. <laughs> let me show you. It is interesting. Well, it's like you hear about food. I'll have a bite. You hear about enema. I'll take a shit. For sure. Yeah. As soon as I got a, as soon as someone's like, I took a dump yesterday, I'm like, I better try to go. Right, right. So anyways, I poop. I, I get the poop out real quick, but then it, it's one of these ones where you have wiped for three days. Uh, I hate the wiping. Here's what happens. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting on caked blood right now. We got to change the system. We do. It's It's... First of all, when I have smoothie, the healthier you eat, the more you have to wipe. You get those right. greens in there. It gets mushy. It's like yes. it's like baby Play-Doh. <laughs> it's just wild. Yeah. And that, that it, it, the greens, they really, I don't want to get too, I don't want to, uh, you know, yeah. belabor. Is that right? Graphic? No, belabor. It's a verb. Belabor? <laughs> I've never heard that in my life. Isn't that it? Let's not belabor the point. Oh. You've heard it, right? I don't think so. Joe, am I off on this one? You've, you've never heard that? You've heard it? I've never oh, heard belabor. It's belabor, right? Meaning? Belabored. Stick with it. Oh. Keep it going. I don't want to belabor this. All right. I don't want to fucking stretch this out because, you know, there's women listening. Uh, let me let me tear off the new word of the day page here. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so anyways, let me not belabor, but I'm wiping my ass for about 45 minutes. Wow, ah, there we go. I don't want to attack or assault you with All my right. shit wiping. Anyways, I get out of there. I got shit still in my ass, but I'm like, the, the bathroom's open. And then the roommate's like this. Oh, don't worry about it. It's not a huge emergency. I'm like, ah, Jesus. Ah. But then as I was leaving, I heard that door shut, and I knew it was wild in there. Oh, I bet, it was like yeah. like dumb and dumber shit. Is this, I think I know who this is. This guy is always working on his body in some way. I think this is a different one. Oh, oh okay, yeah. never mind. <laughs> Which we're down, these, we're down to the third here. Yeah. So uh, anyways. Well, I know when the Samoan. No, no, he shits just fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got all that Indian food. Uh-huh. Curry. Oh, boy. Favor. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, I leave there. I jump on the train, and I got like a hour to get to the cellar. It usually takes me about 35 minutes if I nail the train, sometimes up to 45, so I give myself time. I get to 34th Street. The N is taking forever. It's dragging. Uh. I switch trains at 34th Street. Get on the old F. Yes. It's one of those ones where you run on, and then you just sit there for like 10 minutes. Ah. And I was really rocking out to some hard rock music. Yeah. And so I didn't, I, wasn't listen, I didn't know what was going on, but I could tell by the vibe. You can feel those faces that oh, everyone's yeah. fucking enraged. Yeah. The D train, that's the express train for you kids listening at home, that pulls up, but it's so packed you can't even get on ah. it. So I know something's wrong. Yes. So I'm like, fuck it, no time to lose. I run upstairs. I sprint through foot traffic on 34th Street to 7th Avenue. Yes. Run downstairs. I'm like, I'll get the one, two, three. And I was now I'm really pushing it. The show starts in eight minutes. So I'm like, I'm going to get the express train. I'll get the express. 
and then I'll either jump on a one or I'll just run from there. Yeah. I get upstairs to get the two train, which is express, and it's packed to the gills. Oh, my God. And all the people, I'm like, please, let me on. And I run to the next door. That one's packed. Yeah. I run down to the next door. That one's packed. And I'm just trying to jump on there. It's yeah. like that, uh, what's that game they play in the, in the, in the neighborhoods with the, the jump ropes? Double, double Dutch. Dutch. Yeah, yes. I was like, double, I'm like, that, can I? No, yeah. no. All right. And I kept running. I went down the whole car. I couldn't get in. Right. It was so packed to the gills. Yeah. And, and it's, it's not just, I can't get in. It's, these guys hate me. They don't want me in. Right, right, right. They're, this, no this one's tension. trying to go, get out of here. Right, right, yeah. It's not, a, it's not like a dire. They're just yes. like, fuck you. Yes, I think the human spirit, if I was if someone was chasing me with a gun, they'd be like, get in here, you right. son of a gun. But they didn't. No. So now i got to wait for the next train. It says one minute, but it's, it's false advertising. Of course, of course. It takes like six minutes. I'm freaking out. I have no reception. Oh. I found out later Val, the manager, is just calling me the whole oh. time. But it's going straight to voicemail. So I get. I finally the express train comes. I jump on. I get off. And on the train, the express train, as we're going, I run into one of these nuts, these city <sighs> nuts. Black woman with sunglasses on and a bunch of bags. They always have all these bags. A lot of bags. 30 bags. And she starts going, fucking motherfucking foreigners. Come into our fucking country. And first, it's just a general. For- I'm not a foreigner. I'm like, I'm fine. Yeah. Then she finds me. She points me. At- it's like she's doing a wrestling promo. She's pointing at me going, you fucking child molester. Oh, you my God. You fucking come from other countries and you fuck kids. You fuck. You hear me, motherfucker. And she said the N-word many times. Yeah. She's like, you fucking N-word cunt bitch. And <laughs> everyone's shit. looking at me. And I'm like, it's like the Quinn bit. I'm like, yeah. I-, I don't fuck kids, everybody. Yeah, this yeah. This woman's out of her fucking mind. Yeah, right. And then I read my phone. But here's the thing. Here's the, here's the kicker, the clinker, as you like to say. Yes. Or said one time and we ran with it. Clinker. <laughs> Don't belabor. I go, uh, the, the train arrives to 14th. I got to run. Yeah. The show, my spot is in three minutes, and I'm a mile and a half from the fucking club. Yeah, I've made that run. So I'm like, I got I to gotta run. So everyone on the train thinks that I'm just sprinting away from this woman. Oh. The door's open. I'm like, Wah! and I start sprinting. Interesting. But it looks like I'm a fucking child fucker, and I've yeah. been caught. Yeah, yeah. By this woman. Like, I'm like, I'm getting out of here. And that woman's probably like, hey, I nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> I got him. Or, or or they're thinking, this guy's afraid of this woman. I'm like, yeah. I'm in New York. I'm not afraid of this woman. Right, right. Holy moly. But I did have a moment because she stepped closer. I was like, I'm going to have to punch, a, knock a fucking woman out. Yeah. But wow. here's the thing. In this society, which, and I'm not saying this is necessarily wrong, but people don't always hear the story. If you hit a woman, you're, you're fucking, you're, you're going to get killed. Yeah. They'll come kill me. Plus, they think I'm a child fucker because this woman. Right. And it's a black woman. That's a thing. For sure. Yeah. And she's wearing glasses. Also ah, a thing. Ah, yes. But so am I. So minor, are you. minor prescription. So who, I think prescription trumps sun. I agree. Easily. In fact, I don't even know if there's a no punch rule with sunglasses. Yeah, I think you should punch a sunglass. Yeah, especially indoors. Yes. And at night. That holds up in court. Yeah. I never cared <laughs> for that song. The sunglasses at night. I wear my. Nah, that yeah. song sucks. Yeah. I think that's the same artist that did Sunny. Sunny. Anyways, you guys got to get out of the sun. <laughs> so I run. So I run. It was night. Anyways, All right. so I run. Maybe he's in Alaska. Aha. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We'll Insom- look it up. Insomnia. Not anyway. Movie. <laughs> uh, you hear about Robin Williams? Oh, no. <laughs> Anyways, so I run. I get upstairs, and I'm like, I, I got to run. So now I'm running. I'm trying to call this. I don't have their number in yeah, my phone. Right. So I'm trying to look it up on the website, but uh, it's not a click situation. No, no, I've done that. So, I gotta, so funny. I got to screenshot it and then try to remember it. I'm jogging through traffic in front of buses. I rolled over. I pulled like a Marty McFly and slid across a hood at one point. Yeah. And I go, I called the thing. And then it answers, and the guy, I'm like, is, hello, is Val there? And he's like, yeah, who's calling? I'm like, it's Joe List. He's like, Lipson? Uh, Lizabee? I'm like, Jesus. just get on the phone! Yeah. So uh, I texted her as well, and, uh, but it didn't go through. It says that thing, text not sent. Yes. So finally I'm running. Finally I get her on the phone after like 10 minutes of on hold, which is kind of fun because they have that jazz music when you're dancing yes. cheek to cheek. So I'm jogging through the streets of Manhattan listening to like this soft jazz ballad. It's kind of nice. Uh-huh. Anyways, finally, Val, I get on the phone with her, and uh, she's like, Seton Smith is here. He'll go on first. You're <sighs> fine. I know the trains are fucked up. But then I kept running because I wanted to make sure I still got there in time yes, for my spot, yes. even though Seton was doing it. So I run downstairs, and William Stevenson is like, all right, you ready for a great show? So technically, I made it. Aha! Uh-huh. But Seton went first, which was nice of him because uh, I was sweating. Yeah. 20 degrees, but I was sweating through my shirt, out of breath, and dumping water on my head, the whole thing. Yeah. Ended that, up being just fine. That cellar, though. There's no worse feeling than being late to that one. You know, if you're late to Caroline's, you're like, ah, they'll throw up Mackie. Well, but Seller. 
They're, they're a little less understanding there. Yes. They're a little uh, more like, you fucking... It's rigid, but yeah. I guess that's why it's a great club. It's rigid. Yeah. But here, at Stand Up New York, 78th and Broadway, I feel like you can go, hey, I'm running... The train's right. fucked up, and they're a little more like, yeah, that's how it goes. A little more human, but thank God that train was fucked up, too. Everyone everyone was fucked up. The staff was all late, uh, the comics okay. were all late, and so uh, it was fine. Was it full? It was pretty full, yeah. All right. But this is a dip time. At yeah. comedy clubs. Right, right. At Christ- after Christmas, it goes banana and leading yeah. up to Christmas. The two weeks in the middle, it dips. Oh, yeah. Big dip. Boy, oh, boy. That, I, I know that feeling so well. Running from 14th, the sweating, the calling while running. I was thinking about you. Brutal. I felt like I felt like Mark Normand. Oh, yeah. I was like, I don't know how you live your life like this. It ain't easy. You do that every night. Every night. Because you get 105 spots. Did it last night. Oh, boy. You know what I might start doing is that city bike. You've been talking about city bikes since '88. Yeah, I mean it's it's per, it's laid out perfectly. You get the ninety-five dollar a year membership. You jump on a bike. You go from gig to gig in Manhattan. You park it. You leave it. It's perfect. But there's some problems though. Sometimes you go and there's no bike. That's true. Often. That's true. And then sometimes the bike thing is a little far away from the club. Right. All it's right. not bad. It's not bad. You could just get a bike. You live in the city. Yeah. You got to get a helmet though. It's very dangerous. Ah. You get doored, the whole thing. Right, right, right. How about right. these people that are like, ah, helmets. When we were kids, we all fucking... Oh. <laughs> and you're like, well, we're saving from brain injuries. Yeah, We're right. progressing as a culture. <laughs> it's the same thing with the football. They're ruining football. And I'm like, well, their brains were bleeding. Yes. We're trying to cut down on their brains bleeding. Yeah, I know. And people are like, but that, the best part of football is when he fucking nails someone. You're like, well, that, that's... Why don't you just watch Faces of Death then? Yeah. You know what I mean? Call it a day. Your favorite part is when someone gets paralyzed... Why? Right. What are you talking about? The game is great. I never got that either. Hey, you know, we watch NASCAR for the crashes. Let's be honest. <laughs> Do you? What are you sick? That's fucking That's, insane. Why are you doing that? Yeah. It's like ho- hockey. I love fighting. Yeah. And I hope they keep the fighting in there. But I don't watch hockey for fighting. Yes. That's uh, a bonus. Right. But they took the fighting out. I'm I'm still right there. That's a good point. Yeah. Why don't I just watch fighting? Yeah. Yeah. You can watch UFC and boxing. Right. There you go. There are fights. Yes. Anyway, you know, I like a nice house and a porno. I'm not watching the porn for the houses. Exactly. All right. All right. Let's get into your stuff because I haven't seen you in six months. And last time I talked to you, you were in Africa, then you were in Alaska, and oh, then you yeah. were gay for a minute. I was on the moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so boy, so much, so much. This is this is a uh, a lot of stuff here. I went to visit my folks. Went back to hometown, Nola, New mm-hmm. Orleans, Louisiana. People. I love saying New Orleans. New Orleans. So I went down there. <laughs> Uh, I haven't seen my folks in a while. A lot of shit's been going down. My parents moved to a new house. They moved out into the Burbs, uh-huh. which is a big deal. We were always city folk. I see. I've lived in the city my whole life, you know, like five blocks from the French Quarter, bad neighborhoods, the whole thing. That was that was how I grew up. So this, this is like, okay, my parents are getting old now. Right. This is a shift. So I go out, see the folks. My dad picks me up from the airport, yada, yada, yada. We go all the way out. We pass the city. We go all the way to Chalmette. Is the, name, is the name of the town outside of New Orleans. Hmm. Cute town, very Louisiana-y, very cra- Cajun-y, crawfish-y, little suburbs, kids are playing, you know, they have a driveway, the whole thing. Beautiful house, great time, hang out with the folks, hang out with my brother, my brother bought a house in the city, It's it's a, it, they live in New Orleans, it's a whole thing. Right. So uh, I drive to an open mic, and uh, boy, the scene, and when I started in New Orleans, there was maybe eight comedians. Now there's 50. Right. And they, there's a mic every night. They, they're running it like New York. There's charts of where to go. You can go to two mics. You can go here, here. Wow. <clears throat> so uh, Hannibal. 50, 50 is still not that many. No, but for New Orleans, right. whew, that's a lot. Yeah. So Hannibal is in town uh-huh. for shooting some movie, Hannibal Burris. Wow. So he comes out to the mic. We start hanging out. That guy can drink. My God. Oh, is that right? Oh, my God. Can he booze? So he's buying drinks all night. We go out. We go out. Uh, I'm talking to this girl who I've had a crush on for a long time. We have sex. Wow. Unbelievable. Amazing. I get home. Next day, Hannibal texts me, what are you doing today? And I wrote, uh, I got nada. And he wrote, you want to go to the Pelicans game? Uh Uh-huh. Basketball game. Worst name in professional sports. The worst. I've never been. I've lived in New Orleans my whole life. Never been to a professional basketball game. And I said, "Let's do it." Well, they haven't had a team for most of your life. That's good. But we had the Hornets. That's true. But only in like '08 they came. All right. <laughs> never been. All right. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to bum you out. No, no, I mean, you're, they, right, you know, you're right. It's not like you you skipped it for years. No, it just sounds better to go. Never been to one my whole life because they didn't exist. It's, right. It's like saying I've never been to Juju Fruits, which is a country in uh, Jamaica. All right, so. I go to the basketball game. This guy, 
courtside tickets right on the floor. Unbelievable. Kevin Durant goes, hey, Hannibal. They shake what? hands. It's so crazy. What? It's the weirdest thing. And I remember I, I, got, I found my seats, and I, Hannibal's already sitting there, and I was like, this is amazing. And he did that thing like, like kind of like standoffish, like, all right, easy. Like, keep it cool, buddy. Well, see, I don't like that. I don't like that either. I don't care <laughs> what for is that. that. I don't care. That's, I don't like this keep it cool. I, I react the way I react. Right. So that was a little awkward. But, hey, courtside tickets. I look on the ticket. They were very expensive. He paid for them. I was like, did you get these from the movie? Like, how'd you get these? He's like, I just bought them. He like, bought them? Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't get an agent situation. Or I know. That's well, what why I doesn't uh, KD, Kevin Durant, hook him up with a tick? Ah, uh, yeah. I guess he didn't want to bug him. That's amazing. Hannibal's a star. He's a star. People were taking photos with him. So I was just, like, blown away. I was getting into the game. I was jumping up and down, having a blast. And, uh... Hannibal goes, all right, it's halftime. Let's go to the lounge. And I was like, the lounge? And he's like, yeah, yeah. When you buy these tickets, you get in the lounge. It's free food, free booze, just crazy. Wow. So we go in the lounge. It's these chefs cooking shit up. You wait in line. You get you go down the line, get all this like steak and lamb chops and gumbo and all this great food, pasta, and there's booze all day, and like, there's all these rich people in there, and it's... It's a whole different world I've never experienced. Yeah, it's the, amazing. The sports world, you know, like the box seat kind of world. Right, you're like Larry David. Yes. So I'm eating everything. I'm just picking out. I'm putting candy in my pockets, you know, the whole thing, and uh, drinking heavily. So then we go back. We both have a big show at 8.30, and the, the game started at 7. Oh. So I was like, all right, now it's 8. And I'm like, uh, well, I am going at the end of the show. I can hang out a little bit, but uh-huh. I don't want to leave this game. Yeah, it's hard to leave those situations. Oh, it's so hard. Because not only do you have to not see the game, but you have to run out of the arena, go to the parking lot, pay for part. Like, it's a whole thing. Right. So uh, eventually it's like 8.20, and I'm like texting the guy, like, how's the show looking? He's like, it's fucking packed. Everybody's asking about you. Where are you? It's all your friends <laughs> from high school. I'm like, ah, shit, I got to go. And Hannibal's like, I'm fucking, I'm skipping it. And I'm like, wow. Man, what a life you live. That guy just lives... Off the seat. Right. Is that it? Flies off the seat? Yeah. Just put the seat down. Another way to say it would be uh, inconsiderate. (laughs) I mean, but that's the thing. I had those thoughts too, but then I'm like, this guy just bought me a... I mean, it's it's a lot of range of consideration. You know, it's like, hey, uh, uh, I'll buy you a crazy expensive ticket, and it's... I'm blowing off this show. So it's like... Which one is it? Right, right. Well, I just feel bad for the show. They were excited to have Hannibal on. But I'm not saying, you know, fuck, fuck the show. Live your life. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. just trying to be funny. Now I feel oh. bad. Oh, but no, because I, I was feeling the same way a little bit. Yeah. I mean, just want to throw this out there. Great guy. Love Hannibal. Thanks for having me. Uh, so, yeah, I run oh, to the God. show. Does he listen? I Someone's going to rat us out. I'm saying I'm I'm, I'm a have. Uh, I know, with geez. these people, they want to tell. I, I called uh, them inconsiderate now. It's going to be a whole thing, and then he doesn't hear it, so it's out of context, and he's going to be like, what, you called me inconsiderate? Could be a thing. Oh, jeez. So, I just meant that the guy was excited to have him on the show and Hannibal not to. I was trying to make a joke. Right. Because you were doing the, what's it called? It's called, uh, and I said, it's inconsiderate. It was a bit. Ah. Oh, oh God. Well, now if I never, I'm, well, God. Well, we're belaboring. I'm never going to be in a movie again. We're oh, belaboring. Boy. Yes. All right, so you go to the gig. So I go to the gig. It's fucking wild. Just everybody I know. And my whole life is there. It's great. I see the girl I banged from last <laughs> night. We high five. That's always a fun feeling, isn't it? When you had sex with a girl and she's there and you're the only two people who know it. That's not always a fun feeling. <laughs> Sometimes you're like, oh, oh hey, you. Right. Yeah, that's a you good know point. What I mean? yeah, Sometimes she's pregnant or you, uh, yeah. you hit her or whatever the right. hell. And, or or <laughs> yeah. she's dating. Her boyfriend's there or whatever the hell's happening. Oh, uh, yeah. Sometimes it's a bad feeling. Like, oh, God. Yeah, that's Fuck a good me. Point. Sorry. All right. But well, when it's good, it's great. When it's good, it's good. Yes. And this was a good one. This sounds great. Okay. The crush. Yeah, a little bit. So, uh... I go up, do the set, good times, have drinks with everybody after, and then I get another text. Hey, you coming to my show? I'm like, hey, fuck it. So I go to this other show. That show was great. Just a great night, just boozing it up. Uh, yeah, and uh, went back to that girl's place and had, did that again. All right. Uh, yeah, got a, got a shout-out to Andrew Polk and Cassidy Hanahan for having me. Great shows. You got to go down there, man. You yeah. would love it. I'm dying to go there. Cassidy Hanahan sounds like a, a great name. Uh, he's the he's the funniest guy in New Orleans. Oh, it's a man. I was picturing a hot chick. No, no, hot, hot, not hot Irish guy. Uh-huh. Very unhot. There's not a lot of hot Irish guys. No, no. It's a weird look. Cool dude. Should I read me. this thing? Yes. All right, we got a mid-roll here. You, uh, you, you keep uh, get those things, uh, whatever yeah. you're doing there. All right, so uh, hey, Harry's everybody. Uh, this is our. This is called a mid-roll uh, <laughs> promo code Tuesdays. This is about the razors. You guys know all about the oh, razors, yeah. right? I'm gonna shave tonight. 
It's a pain in the ass shaving, obviously. It sucks. In fact, it's such a pain in the ass that I almost never do it. But it doesn't have to be anymore if you go to harrys.com and get this shaving kit. Right, Mark? Yeah. You got to shave it up. I've been, I got to, my whole night is based around shaving tonight. Uh, I love these blades so much. You know, they make them in Germany, high quality, good stuff. Uh, crafted by shaving experts, which I didn't know was a thing. I guess that would be a bald guy. He would just be a shaving expert. Yes. yes. Uh, better shave for the face and the wallet. Yes, and they Cheap. ship for free right uh-huh. to your front doorstep. The starter set is an amazing deal. It's oh, yeah. $15. You get a razor, moisturizing shave cream, and three razor blades. Why pay 32 bucks for an eight-pack of blades when it's half the price at Harry's? Use the promo code Tuesdays. That's harrys.com. No apart. You guys know the routine. Yeah. Harrys.com. And uh, and just go do it because uh, it, it's it's a great, great deal. Great deal. Save five bucks. And I know you're thinking, ah, these guys, they got to read this thing. This is actually a great product. Fucking handmade in Germany. Oh, yeah. And it's a good looking razor. I got that thing sitting right on my sink, and it's silver and shiny and classic look. Oh, it's a beauty. Nothing beats a nice shave. So go to oh, harrys.com yeah. and put in the promo code. Tuesdays, and uh, again, obviously, it makes a great gift. We great still got a gift. few days left. You're running out of days. I know you've put it off. Yeah. If you listen to this show, you're the kind of guy that puts off your fucking shopping. Lord knows we do. So get uh, get a hair. I might buy one for you, buddy. All right. All right. Please. All right. So let's get back to New Orleans. Yeah. I guarantee. So uh, you're yeah. in the driver's seat here. Take me on a journey, right. my friend. Woo-wee. So. I don't know how much, uh, I don't want to give away any names here, but I'm at the show now, the second show of the night. I'm having a great time, high-fiving, bebopping and scatting, drinking, stories here, stories there. Uh, did I ever tell you this story? I'm, uh, there's a kid named Packy. Who uh-huh. we, his name was Patrick. We called him Packy. I don't know why. Uh, we call a liquor store Packy where I come from. Oh, yeah, package store. That's right. There you go. So Packy, he was a cute kid, you know, like we were all seniors. He was probably a, a sophomore, but he was such a badass mm-hmm. that we invited him into our crew. This kid was nuts. He was like 5'1", tiny, skinny kid, big head. He would do anything. You'd say, hey, go up to those uh, Jews over there and yank on their curls. He would go do it. Like, he was that guy. <laughs> what happens if you do that? Does their hat go flying in the uh, air? Gold coins uh-huh. come out. So uh, he was just this kid. Like We'd say, go up to those kids and kick them in the balls. He would just do it. He had no fear. This is a crazy story. So one time, uh, I was like senior... You know that last week of high school when it's like, there's a party here, there's a party there, there's a party here. It was like, the, you know it's almost over, so it's just a free fall, free wheeling feeling in the air. Uh-huh. Yes. So we had this big thing at a park on the West Bank, which is like, uh, you know, on the West Bank of New Orleans, on the Mississippi. That's where you pull that hair. There you go. And uh, so we had this big party. It was at a park, kegs, the whole thing. We're drinking all day. Packy's there. He's not even of age. None of us are of age, you know. So then they're like... Everybody's meeting up at Jay's house uptown. We got to get over there. So I had a convertible at the time. So I go, jump in. So me and Packy are cruising down. We're on the interstate. I have to get off of this exit. This hippie won't let me off. He had a ponytail, the whole thing, and like a real beat-up car. This guy won't let me off. I mean, won't let me in. I'm like, come on, let me in. I need that exit. I need that exit. He's like, no, no. He gives me like the finger wave. What? And he's a hippie? That's not a very good hippie. I know. He was a dick. He's I like did... a retired hippie. Yeah. And we had like Catholic school uniforms on. You know, I'm in this oh, convertible wow. with sunglasses on. Like, come on, motherfucker. You know, you thought you ruled the world back then. Of course. <clears throat> so I get behind him somehow, and I say, you know what? Fuck this guy. So I bump him. The bump? I gave him the bump. A high-speed bump? No, no. It was bumper to bumper. Oh, I see. I gave him a nudge with my bumper. Right. So then he goes, what the fuck? And I, you see him, like, fuming in his rear view and, like, uh, just hands ablaze going nuts. Uh-huh. And uh, so then I bump him again. Uh-huh. Double bump. Yeah. I'm invincible. So then he puts his car in park, gets out, slams two hands, like, two fists on my hood and goes, ah! And then walks around the car, just walks right past me, looks at my license plate number, and then walks right by and gets back in his car. So I was like, "That's smart." That was an interesting move there. Now what? I'm kind of getting nervous. Right. So I was like, "Ah, fuck it." So now we're following this guy, not on purpose, just we happen to go the same way. Uh-huh. And uh, this guy gets out at a red light or gets to a red light. I see him on his phone. He has a cell phone, which was rare back then. Mm-hmm. He gets on his phone and he's talking to somebody, like hands flipping out, going nuts. We can see him through his back window. And uh, so we drive up a little bit. I bump him again. Because now I'm like, you do a third bump? A third bump. Why third bump? I don't know. I didn't want him to win. But he already had his license plate and the phone. I know. I know. I don't know what I was thinking. This is some hippie. I was young. (laughs) 
So uh, we get to another red light. I look to my left. There's a co- a bar, like a coffee shop bar kind of thing right there. A guy runs out of it, jumps in our car. <laughs> This crazy guy, one of his friends, the guy he called. Oh, so he's not calling the cops. No, he called a friend. This this is no hippie. I don't think it was a hippie. <laughs> I don't know. You led me astray with the hip. Well, you know, you know, like a weird, like a, a ponytail and a ponytail. Aha. Uh-huh. So this guy was more white trash than anything. That sounds a little All more right. Because I'm thinking hippies, he should have blessed you or touched you or... Yeah. I don't know. No, nah, not a hippie. I don't know what I was I don't thinking. know what a hippie is either, I guess. So now we've got a, a guy in my car. I'm driving like... He's in the back seat. I'm paranoid. I'm freaking out. And he puts Packy in a, a back headlock. He's got oh my God. Packy in a, a, like a chokehold. You can die from that. You can die from that, apparently. No trial. <clears throat> Thank God we were all white. So uh, this guy pulls Packy into the back seat, and they're fist fighting in a moving convertible back seat. Wow. Going at it. Going at it. And I'm just like driving, looking back. I'm freaking out. I'm fucking going nuts. I'm like, oh, my God, Packy, what are you doing? Throw him out. Throw him out. I kept yelling, throw him out. So, you know, Packy's five nothing. He's tiny. He's like a little runt. And this guy was like a full adult, and he's been drinking all day, apparently. <laughs> so their fist fight, it was like a pirate ship, you know? Or it's like, you know when people fight on top of a train in a movie? Right. It was right. like that because the wind is blowing. Like, <laughs> it's just fucking, right. you know, I'm going 45. Right. And, uh, so eventually, Packy. Got some strength together, like when you, you you lift a car to save your child. Mm-hmm. He got some strength, and he just goes, ah, and throws the guy out, and the guy rolls off my trunk and no. rolls into the street. Packy threw him he out. He threw him out. <laughs> How about that, Packy? Yeah, and I remember looking back and seeing, like, oh, my God, the guy's just tumbling down Magazine Street, just tumbling. Was there a car behind him? No, thank God. Could have been killed. I know, hopefully. So uh, we were just like, oh, my God, can you believe that happened? Ah, like freaking out, like hugging each other, like, you fucking crazy bastard. How'd you do it? Packy got back in the front He got back seat. in the front, yeah. Wow. I mean, he was winded, but That's he got back in. That's a hell of a Packy. This kid was unbelievable. There was no one like him. So then we what go to the boy. party. We tell the whole story, and uh, about 20 minutes later, my beeper, I had a beeper back then. Wow. And I had one of those gay clear ones, you know, where you could see the insides. Ah, uh, the batteries. Ugh, Yeah. So my beeper's going crazy. My mom's just like, where are you, 911? So eventually, uh, yeah, I'm hammered by this point. I've been drinking all night. I'm the king of the party with this story. Packy's getting blown. So I uh, I call my mom. <laughs> I imagine you'd be the queen of the party. Packy's the, the king. He's the king. Yeah, yeah I'm the court jest. <laughs> so my mom's like, oh, my God, what the hell are you doing? The cops are over here. They're freaking out. They said you ran over a guy. What the hell's going on? Where are you? What's going on? And I was like, what? Nah, you're crazy. I'm so fucked up. I'm like, oh, get out of here. She's like, you need to come home right now. And I was like, all right, fine. And this is how fucking much of a an animal Packy was. Mm-hmm. I was like, I got to go home. My mom, the guy called the police. My mom goes, my Packy goes, I'm going with you. Oh, that's a good man. Good man. So uh, I go, no, no, you're not going with me because then it just adds to the story. We, we'll fuck it up. So I'm walking out and Packy goes, wait. Hands me a jar of peanut butter. He goes, take a big chunk of this. They won't be able to smell booze on you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, who are you? You're right. like two years younger than me, and you're an animal. He's like Doogie Howser, but cooler. Yeah, and he, boy, he's a tough kid. So I went, I, I swallowed a big chunk of Jif, went over there, put on my best sober face. There's two cops sitting in my living room drinking coffee with my parents. It's the weirdest thing to walk into. Oh, wow. Yeah, and uh, so my mom's freaking out. My dad's, like, turning purple with anger. And uh, they're like, they just go over the whole story, and I'm like, what? You know, they're like, they said you bumped a guy, and then you he uh, he jumped in your car, and you beat him up, and you threw him out of your car. I'm like, this is preposterous, and I just deny the whole thing. And right. the cop goes, let me smell your breath. Uh-huh. And I go, all right, chunky peanut butter. That's all that was on That's there. All that was on there. Wow. And, and he goes, "Ah, oh, well, you don't you don't you don't smell like booze." That's their test. That was it. This is what the African Americans are upset about. Ah. We, we, if he was black, if you were black, you would have been shot and beaten to death and chopped yeah. up and thrown in a lake. And then they would have called it a suicide. You're right. You're but when you're right. white, you can, the peanut butter. Yeah. Peanut butter doesn't work in the black community. That's true. They choke you right to death these people. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, peanut so butter. I got it, but apparently uh when the guy fell out of the car, he broke his hand. Oh, poor so guy. But what, he, he committed a crime. I know. That's why we got away with it, I think. Yeah, he jumped in your car. You should be suing him. Right. That's, yeah. It's like he, he saw your crime and raised it by 10. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, this was the, the early 2000s, and I feel like suing was less of a thing then. Uh-huh. And, you know, now you just get sued 
out of the gate. Right. But it was just like, we got away with it. You jumped in my car. I'm a fag. I jumped in here. I was drunk. Like, right, everybody's, right. everybody's like, all right, we're all idiots. We're just a bunch of idiot dudes. Wow. So I got away with it, went back to the party. That's amazing. Wild. That, then you got a new story. I got a new story. That's the part. You go back in there, you're like, here's part two. Exactly. And it was like, I, I got away from the cops. The cops are in my house, and I got out of it. Right. That's like the Godfather 2. It equals the, 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 the oh, first one. Oh, yeah. So I get back to the party. Uh, whatever. That, that story's over. But I see Packy at the show in New Orleans. Uh-huh. He's 6'4". He's, he just got out of boarding school, and now he's sober and, like, quiet boarding school like he was such a bad kid eventually he went to like but college isn't he 28 years old well he's you know they keep him <laughs> i don't know he, he didn't just get out but he's like he went to boarding school his whole life that so no one saw him ever again wow and he's packy. out now and back and working somewhere good for packy yeah i bet if shit went down though he'd still be there yeah you know what i, I think mean? you're right yeah yeah. yeah yeah i wonder if he's still eating peanut butter maybe we gotta get packy on this show he, i mean wild this kid would do anything He's got, he's got to have a ton of stories, this guy. But it's so weird because I, I see him and I'm like, Packy? He's so much taller than me now. And he's uh, he's like, it's Patrick. And uh, Oh, wow. He's, just turn, he's almost become, uh, what's the word? Like, I don't want to say neutered, but mm-hmm. the system broke him a bit. Uh-huh. You can see it. Great guy, though. Well, maybe it fixed him. I think the, fi- the system fixed him. It fixed him. You know, he's not a criminal, but he's missing that zest uh-huh. for life that he once had. But I think a lot of people would say he's he's gotten better because <laughs> he's, he's not fighting people and throwing them out of cars anymore. He's definitely gotten better. And pulling on Jew hair. But I'll, I'll still say he's he, there's no fl- a flur. Uh, is it a flur? I have no a idea fluster. what that is. But I, 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 I see what you're saying. There's, he's missing that fluster. Mm-hmm. That glimmer behind the eye. I thought is fluster gone. was bad. I got flustered. Oh, uh, yeah. Fl- I like flur. Flur. We, who says we can't make our own words? I like flur and clinker. Flur, clinker. Anal. Gay. All right, so here's uh, here's another one for you. So the next night, mm-hmm. I uh, there's an open mic. I blow it off because this girl from high school I've always had a crush on, always had a boyfriend. She goes, uh, let's get a drink. Is this a different crush? Different crush. Wow, you got a lot of crushes. It's the thing. You go back to New Orleans with a little TV credit. Mm-hmm. You can pick and choose. Exactly. Uh, so, no. yeah, we go out, me and her. We hit it off. Uh, we ended up making out at the bar hardcore. I sent you the photo. Oh, I remember that one. Yeah. That was a fun photo because it looked like she was doing the trick with her hands behind her back where you right. pretend you're making out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This girl way out of my league, just super hot, smart, like classy chick. Mm-hmm. Not that night. Uh, almost have sex in her car. Now we're going on some dates later. Mm-hmm. So that, that came with something. But here's what I really want to tell you about. Please. So I finally make it back to New York. Uh, I was late. Everything was hell. I missed a couple of gigs at Caroline's. Uh-oh. Damn transit system. Uh-huh. So uh, I, t- I get a text from this girl who I've always had a thing for, and she goes, what are you up to? And I'm like, oh, my God, she's texting me. So I go, let's hang out. She goes, great, let's hang out. This other girl goes, I can't wait to see you tonight. So now I'm juggling because mm-hmm. I had already made plans with this girl that I forgot about, and now this girl I really like is texting me. We're up to three crushes here. Yes. You're really crushing. Four, actually. Oh, the fourth you have a crush. Well, because I made a date with this this girl a month a week ago, and now this girl I like is texting me. This uh-huh. is in New York, so I'm like, ah, shit! I already said yes to this girl who I like. I got to give them names here; it's getting too confusing. We'll say Betty is the <laughs> one I like who just texted me, who would never texted me. I don't know where it came from. She sounds hot. And then I got a date already with Kelly. I'll to go with Alice. Let's go Alice. All right. Too many Eddies and Ellies and Eddies. Yeah. Betty and Alice. Yeah. Betty and Alice. By the way, that's my grandmother and her daughter, my aunt's name. Oh, is that right? Yeah, one's dead and the other one's a kook. Ah. But keep going. All right. Uh, so Betty is just like, hey, what are you doing tonight? I'm like, oh, my God, let's hang out. And then I just get the Alice text, like, can't wait to see you. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, so man. now I've made two dates already. You're like Zach Morris. I know. Cut. Okay. No, time out. Time out. Sorry. It's funny because you did the time out sign but said cut. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so now I'm like, shit, I don't want to lose Betty. I can't just go, oh, you know what? I can't hang out tonight. I don't have that gene in me. Right. I feel like I'm letting him down. So I'm mm-hmm. like, I have to come up with some ridiculous lie. Right. So she still thinks I like her. So I'm going out to meet Kelly, but I go, hey, sorry, Betty. Uh Crazy news. My friend's in town. He just popped the question. We're all going out to dinner. And she goes, oh, I'd love to go. And I was like, shit. And I was like, "Uh, well, let me text them and see if they can make room for one more at the table. Well, now she's a nut. 
didn't she get you? I'm going out with the boys here. I, I got I thought it was a full, wedding. I thought it was foolproof, but she was like, I'll go. But she's a fool. She is. Fool in love. So, uh. <laughs> chain, chain, chain. Sunny. So I go, ah, I can't go. I mean, I go, let me text the guy, see if we can get another spot. So I, you know, I wait a fake amount of time, you know, and I go, ah, sorry, the restaurant's all booked up, baby. I can't get another chair. And she goes, ah, well, maybe I can meet you guys after. I was like, I was like, ah, you know, her, her, his parents are there, her parents are there. It's a whole thing, you know, and she's like, ah. So now I'm like, this is getting odd. So I'm like, look, if you come, you'll have to pretend to be my girlfriend. Like Ooh. thinking that would be like, oh, well, that's crazy. But she goes, that would be awesome. So now I'm falling in love with this girl. Right. Because she's ballsy and willing to lie to people, and right, that turns right. me on. Yeah. So I was like, what? She's like, yeah, it'll be great. I'll pretend you were, you were, we're going out. We'll, like, hold hands and kiss and stuff. We'll, I'll make up a whole backstory. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm, I'm hard. I swear to God I was hard. Wow. That's a great way to uh, to get into a relationship. Yes. To be like, we got a fake. Right, right. And, and it's a great date because... I can like kiss her. She was very. This girl's very prude. So I could like kiss her at the table, and she would have to go with it because it's character. She doesn't sound so prudy to me. Well, she's prude about banging, but like she'll, you know, mm-hmm. but not acting. Not acting. She'll mm-hmm. act. She'll be in the Philharmonic. <laughs> I don't. Know. That's not right. Well, she'll act like she is. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So I was like falling for this chick. Now I'm like, what? You're up for this? She's like, yeah. It sounds awesome. You, you, I can schmooze with the best of them. She's like bragging. I was blown away. So I'm seeing her tomorrow. Wow, okay. But nothing came. But it took so much to get out of it. I was like, well, now the restaurant's in Jersey. They had to change the restaurant. And she's still like, I'll go. What happened to Alice? I went on a date with Alice. Oh, okay. So you got that sorted. So Betty's later. Betty's later, but how cool is that? She was just down. I'm into Betty. I'm into Betty, too. Now, what happened with Alice? Was she all right? Oh, that was great. Wild. Wild. So, all right. So I go to L.A. a couple days ago. I go to Vegas, first of all, with Schumer. Do the Cosmopolitan Hotel, three thousand people, killer. Wow, great Las hotel, Vegas. Las Vegas. Uh-huh. Yes, that's the one. And uh, boy, oh boy, it was so fun. We do the show, then we all go out after. We go to a sushi place, Nobu, or as uh, Schumer likes to call it, more like Yes Boo, which mm-hmm. is our fun joke. She gets everything, the most expensive shit on the menu. There's a steak for two hundred bucks. I was like, two hundred? Who would buy that? And she goes, We'll take two. She's just there now. Wow. Yeah. Sephora's all around, sake. That's the thing when you have money. You just go, I might have a sip of Sephora and a sip of sake, but I want them both. Right. I don't want a whole beer, but I just want to taste a beer. Yeah, it's nice to have money. Oh, my God. So then we get the plate, the sashimi, the fucking steak comes and rice. It's just a wild night. So then she goes, I want to gamble. We go, all right. She goes, but I don't want to sit with these dregs. We go to the high rollers room. Wow. It's a room. With just one blackjack table and us. I've been in there. It's crazy. Wild. Yeah, so I'm just drinking, and I'm the mm. worst gambler, so I'm just watching her throw money down. And uh, I enjoy watching, and I comment and all that. It's a fun time. Yeah. So uh, we do that, and then she goes, well, we got to hit a club. So we go to a nightclub, like the craziest nightclub there. She gets her own bottle service section. We're sitting in this little balcony watching the whole club. It was amazing. Then she's like, all right, I'm, I'm going to bed. And I just did my thing where I walked around the nightclub going, were you at the show? No? Right, Take right. Take it easy. Were you at the show? No? Because I can't get laid without it. Right. So, uh, yeah, then probably about 5 a.m. I'm just, like just, what's the word? Falling all over the hotel. Yeah, Stumbering? Stum- stumbling. Stammering. Stammering. I think that has to do with speech, though. Uh, well, I'm stumbling. Okay. And stammering. Uh-huh. And uh, just bumping into chicks, no dice. I ended up making out with an Asian chick, but she was like 41, so that was odd. And, uh, yeah, those nightclubs, it's a whole different world. It's jammed with like 8 million people, and you don't, if you're in the wrong part of the casino, you don't even know it exists. Right. You know, they just pull a curtain, you walk through a tunnel, and now you're like in cocaine heaven. I've never been a fan of those dance clubs I don't at, any, like at any point. I, I like, like uh, comedy clubs and jazz clubs. Yeah, and maybe bars. A, maybe a rock club. Yeah. But those oh, those things where it's packed and... A lot of douchey guys. I feel like the majority of people are pretending to like them in like a packed, packed, loud place. Right. Well, I think it's just like, we want to go do drugs, and this is like a way to do it. Right. But even if you're doing drugs, I feel like you're like, why do I want to be packed? Aren't you paranoid and weird? I think it's also like people go... Look at uh, look what we've come to. Look what we've we've made it. Look where we are. We're sitting in a booth with twelve guys in suits and hot chicks. Yeah, it's like a power thing. Right, right. More than actually, it's not fun. Have you heard of this new drug, frog venom? No, I read about it in Rolling Stone magazine. It's the new hot drug. They all do it at Bonnaroo or whatever. 
you uh, brand yourself, like you leave a scar, like a like a boiling hot fucking steak or something, whatever uh-huh. pipe, uh-huh. and you burn yourself, and then you pour some literal frog stuff from a frog uh-huh. on your thing. It leaves a scar, and you get violently ill for like thirty minutes. Uh-huh. You throw up bile from your liver. Whoa. You're just like you want to die. Yeah, and then you feel amazing. So it's the reverse of every other drug. Interesting. Instead of a hangover, you're immediately sick. Wow. And then you feel euphoric or whatever. But all the kids are doing it. It's like the hot drug. It seems like frog. It just keeps coming back to frogs. Licking a toad. Mm -hmm. Frog jizz. It's always something with a frog. Those frogs can party. I guess so. That's what all the jumping's about, I think. Ah, well, the tadpoles are a good time, too. They look an awful lot like semen, don't they? They do like sperm. Sperms, not semen. Seem is different. When I was a kid, we had a broken bathtub in our backyard, and it just had a puddle of water, and it was full of tadpoles. Oh, wow. I used to just stare at it for hours. That feels very New Orleans. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, we had a busted car in the backyard. Ah, very mid... Um, Not the Midwest. <laughs> I was going to say Middle East. Uh, what was it? Uh, New, England. New England. Yes. Grew up in New England. Northeast, yes. Well, what else you got over there? All right, so uh, then I go to L.A., you know my couch surfing move. Mm-hmm. I get to L.A. We do Vegas all Sunday. I'm wildly hungover, crazy hungover on Sunday morning. Huge mistake. I regret everything. I get on a plane. There's nothing worse than a hungover flight. Which no, I'm no. Sure, you remember? That's the worst. The worst. Yeah, thank God it's like two hours. So I, I fly to L.A. Get off. Get the rental car. Once you get that rental car, you're like, all right, I'm doing a little better. I go straight to a Christmas party in L.A. I heard of a Christmas party. I get there, everybody's there. I'm seeing all old friends. Andy Haynes is there. Uh, fucking Jesse Pop, Zach Sims, Emily Heller, all these people. So we're all we're all hanging out. Then I have to run to a show. I do this show. I'm bombing horribly on this show. It's like the stuffiest crowd. I get heckled by this chick sitting at the bar. Uh, she goes, uh, some of your jokes are good. And, it's not uh, bad. It's not bad, heckle. <laughs> and she was sitting with a friend. And I go, well, one of you is attractive. Ah, and that's it good. killed. It killed. And then I bought her a drink after. As like a, hey, that was fun, fun, good sport. Went home with her. Wow. Crazy. Did she say, some of your moves aren't bad? No, thank God. I would have had something like that to say. That would have crushed me. I would have said, some of your lips are good looking. (laughs) So I'm at this chick's house, and she goes, uh, we're laying there after after having quite a coitus run. Mm -hmm. And she goes, uh, you know... I've always wanted to try butt sex. Uh-oh, and SpaghettiO. I, and I go, oh, really? I was, I've always wanted to do it. I've always wanted to help someone with that. And she was like, nah, but we can't. We can't. That's crazy. And I'm like, you can't broach that and then push it away. Can I tell you something from not knowing this lady? I think that this woman has had anal sex before and, and, a, and a bunch. I thought the same. But. Okay. But. No pun mm. intended. But two buns. Yeah, buns and puns. She uh, so eventually she's like, "All right, fuck it, let's try it." So uh, I uh, I start feeling around down there and uh, get a, like a pinky in, and she's like, "Ah!" Like, oh, she's in so much pain. Well, you gotta have out. lube. Did you spit and lick and uh, frog venom? Well, after that, she's like, "I have some KY." Yeah, you're gonna. She was gonna try to do it raw. Do- yeah. You can't raw dog an asshole. No. That doesn't work at all. No, you can't. I've read articles. Oh yeah. So uh, she pulls out some lube. I, I, I lube it up. What? You, now you're pulling out the lube? What a nut. She thought you could just go in. That's why she, I knew she was the first. Uh, but maybe this is part of her ah, ploy. Well. Maybe you met a couple of actresses. Interesting. Philharmonic. It is L.A. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, either way, I slide it. It took like eight years to get it in there. Uh-huh. And uh, she was, you could tell she was like, like she wasn't enjoying it. She was just kind of like shivering the whole time. Yeah, it's not good if they're not enjoying it. No, and I was like, all right, this is weird. And she's like, oh, I just, I'm glad I did it. That Let's just, hey, you know, you got to leave now. Cross it off her bucket right. list. Yes, yes. So uh, that was wild. Then I left there to go straight to, I, I fell asleep. You know, you get like two hours of sleep. You jump in the shower. I was In L.A., I'm like a... I'm like a haze of a man. Right. I'm all over the place. Well, and I imagine you'll tuck it out after trying to fuck a girl in the ass with yeah. no lube. A lot of emotions flying, a lot of uh, <laughs> physical. You get that that tired after crying a little bit. Yes, you know? yes. So I, I wake up, I go right to a meeting. You know, I'm just like, is that shit? What is that? You know, uh-huh. all, all day long, I'm like, is that poo on my fingers? What is that? Yep. So, uh, you know, I go to some, some meeting and whatever, talk to people about my life, and they don't care, and then I leave. Uh, and yeah, and then, uh, LA, then I went, I text, how cool is this? I text Jeff Ross. Oh, wow. Because I have nothing to do that night, and he has the roast battle. Uh huh. And I go, hey, what's up with the roast battle? And he goes, it's tonight, you're on the list. 
whoa, I'm texting Jeff Ross. How cool is that? Nice. The Roast Master. The Roast Master General. So I go do my show that night. I leave. I go straight to the roast. Uh, I'm with uh, your manager, Abby. Uh-huh. So we, I do a show at the Meltdown. <laughs> I go, how am I going to the roast? You want to go? She goes, yeah. I go, all right, come, come ride with me. We're driving around the comedy store looking for parking. There's nothing. I go, you know what? I'm just going to try to park in the lot. She goes, you'll never get in the lot. The roast is here tonight. It's going to be jammed. I, I pull into the lot. There's a million cars. And the guy goes, what are you doing? This is all full. And, guy go, and one guy goes, is that Mark? And I go, yeah. And he goes, you're on the list. Park his car. So I looked so cool. This guy just jumped wow. in my car. Like, oh, shit. Sorry, man. I didn't know. So then we go up to the second or third floor, wherever the hell. You've been to the comedy store. I have. It's like a maze of, of shows and headshots. Oh, and yeah. It's haunted rooms. and uh, yeah, it's crazy. It used it's... to be uh, Ciro's, I believe, the yes. old mob hangout. Yes. And then and, and business, showbiz hang. Yeah, it's very dark in there, very spooky. So we go up to the third floor where the roast is jam packed. We're like, oh, we're not getting in. And Jeff Ross goes, Norman, and waves me in. I'm sitting behind. Now the, there's a judges panel. It's Dave Attell, Jeff Ross. Nate Bargatze and Matt Bronger. Wow. So I'm like, whoa. And now I'm sitting behind. They had a chair for me. So Abby's gone. I was like, ah, you're on your own, sister. They got one chair. So uh, now I'm sitting there. I'm sitting behind Nate. He goes, thanks for calling me, Dick. That was fun. Yeah. And then, That's uh, Nate. And, uh, yeah. and I get to watch this roast. There's free drinks back there. And uh, it was such, such a great moment. Like, all right, some comedy is paying off. Look at this. Like, I'm sitting here like a king. And, uh, you know, then the roast happens and Jeff and... They always have to comment on it. They always go like, well, you look like this. And then Dave Attell would be the last one, and he always had some amazing line. Yeah. Like, that's why you're the best. He is the best. He's so good. He, he at one point, it was some guy with a hoodie on and some guy with a button down. He goes, uh, you both look like, somehow you look completely different, but you both look like Uber drivers, which I thought was a great line. And, uh, yeah, we got to, oh, shit. So we got to wrap some stuff up here. Uh, so I just got to say, I uh, then the next day I did Adam Carolla's pod. Oh wow! One of my heroes. Yeah, obviously you can tell he's a huge influence on me just from probably from this. Right. And uh, I got there like two hours early. He's got a warehouse in Glendale. I went to. He's got all these cars, Lamborghinis in there. Wow. The guys built his own pirate ship, as he says. No one can tell him what to do. He makes a gay joke. He goes, fuck you. What can you do? I got my own thing. Right. He's got an empire. He's got an empire. Strikes back. Built it all. And, uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was amazing. He came out. I was staring at his Lamborghini. He comes out and he goes, which one do you like better? And I was like, oh, shit. I'm talking to Adam Carolla. And, he, and I go, I, got, I like this one. He goes, really? I thought you'd say that one. I go, wow, that one looks cooler. And he's like, oh, okay. And then we start talking. I have some Mangria, his, his drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, all his, his staff's like, hey, you're pouring too much, too much. And he goes, ah, shut up. Let him have it. And I do his pod. I, this is the crazy part. I felt like I was, on, I was probably on the air for 40 minutes. I was killing for the first 15, and I said I was a big fan, and the whole thing shifted. Really? Yeah, I felt like uh, I felt like uh, that was not a good move. Oh, boy. I don't know why. I felt like he was like, ah, oh, you're a fan. That's gross. Oh, well, he's a jerk if he did that. I, mean, I, don't I, think, I think, No, I don't think jerk. I think he was just like, that's weird. I, I think it's all in your head. I'm maybe, sure it was fine. I bet it continued to be fine. I'm sure all he appreciated right. it. I don't know. All right. Well, I'll have to listen. Give it a listen. Is it out? It came out yesterday. Oh boy, that's yeah. so exciting! Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was. It was a, I listened to it every day, and now I'm on it. It was a crazy thing. Yeah, that's that's bizarre. Wildly laid back, crazy laid back. I thought it was this big production. It's just it's just like a slow, well oiled machine. They go in, they finish, they leave. That's the thing about podcasts. You can just have it. You can just be. We're naked right now. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then oh, so I saw two celebs. I got to say, in L.A., I saw Neil Patrick Harris get bombarded by the uh, TMZ at at LAX. Mm-hmm. That was that was embarrassing. That's funny because I mentioned Doogie Howser earlier. Oh, that's right. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, just people snapping photos in his face, not even looking at him, just snapping. Yeah, like and flashes going off. The poor guy's just trying to talk on the phone. It was uh, it's brutal. Mm-hmm. And then I went to I bombed Corolla. I felt like I bombed, and I went to Starbucks. Starbucks in L.A. is just where I go. Because yeah. I'm like, all right, I can shit there. They have Wi-Fi. I'll get a cup of tea. Right. And so I'm just sitting at Starbucks like, ah, shit. And Corey Feldman wow. is in Starbucks on the phone yelling at somebody. Wow. I thought he died. Corey Haim. Oh, Corey Haim died. Corey Haim died. Uh-huh. Oh, thank well, God. Feldman right behind. Look like a real liar there. <laughs> uh, yeah, so then that was cool. I had dinner, had a show, great show. Then I fly back to New York yesterday on the plane. I watched It's a Wonderful Life. My favorite. You're George Bailey. Oh, it's the sweetest thing anyone's ever said to me. It's so you. It's crazy. Oh, thanks, buddy. The whole it's my movie's about movie. you. 
you know, it's all about we got to live life and get crazy, and it's all about family and love and togetherness. And then he gets he gets bummed out, which was you when you were drinking. You had some wild mood swings. Yeah, his dreams never come true, though. That's true. <laughs> but he realized he has the man. best dream of all. I got the best dream, baby. I'm the richest. I'm the richest man in town. You are. You got Fuck friends. Yeah. You got a great comedy career. You look nice in a shirt. And you're Harry Bailey. I don't know. Yeah, He's you're a Harry. War hero. Well, you're a comic hero. <laughs> <laughs> you're my hero, buddy. Oh, the Corolla, the Packy. Give me a break. Oh man, you're Harry. I'll, all right, I'll take Harry, but he does, does he die? No, he's alive. He comes oh. in and makes a toast at the end. He's oh. a hero. Oh, he dies. If, if you don't exist, he dies because he drowns. Right, right, right. Yes. Yes, if you didn't exist, you'd be drowned. Yeah. Remember that time I pulled you out of the lake? That's right. That was pretty wild. It was freezing. we got to tell that story next episode, but we got to wrap up here. We got. I think Luis Gomez is outside banging on the door and barking oh, at us. What time is it? And he's got a babysitter, for God's sake. Oh, yeah, wow. Well, it's 12.04. He'll understand. Anyway, yeah. we got to go. I want to give a quick shout-out to Alex Brizzle. Brizzle. Briz, the Briz. Alex. Thanks for having us. His last name sounds like a, a Jewish ceremony. The, the Brizzle. I had to, we got to go to the Brizzle. They cut off his dick or whatever you do. Right, right, right. I don't right. know. You Jews are wacky. The uh, it sounds like a, like a cleaning product. It does. Yeah, we get some Brizzle on that sink. Alex Briz, I appreciate it. He's always so sweet. Big fan of the show. He asked for a uh, shout-out, which is a little off-putting. Ouch. But, <laughs> that takes the wind out of that sail. <laughs> there it is. You got it. And uh, next, we got to do another episode because i got to talk about Bloomington. And I got some oh, other crazy stuff. I'd love and, to hear about Bloomington. But uh, anyways, we got to wrap up because we got uh, our old pal and most frequented guest, Louis J. Gomez, is coming in to record his podcast. Check out his podcast, The Real Ass Podcast. Yeah. And, uh, Why was he our most freaking guest? That's a good question. I don't know. He's not great. Well, he's Latino. Aha. Uh -huh. Wanted to spice it a little, a little diversity. bit. He's going to kick the door in and rape us in a second. Yeah, 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 Anyways, thanks for listening and uh, tell a friend, baby. Ground swell. We want to we wanna just tell everybody. Yeah, and write it. Keep the tweets coming. They're funny. We love them and high five and, and everything. Just tell people and come to shows and we're gay. And Harry shave, goddammit. Harry's. <laughs>